This week, we're talking about managing your site, keeping it relevant. This is Dave and Paul Talk Professional Websites. Hi, Paul. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? I'm all right. I, I don't know why I do that. Hi, Paul. In such a high-pitched voice, but I seem to do it every week. Um, how's your week been, mate? Yeah, yeah. Pretty varied, pretty different. Um, and uh, yeah, fairly busy, I guess. I, 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 you know, I think when you don't have a lot of time to sit back and think about what you've been up to, you must have been doing quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's one of those weeks where everything seems to move forward a little bit, but I couldn't tell you you know, we we're in the, the mid phase in so many of the projects we're working on at the moment um, that they're just moving forward. So we're, no, it's, a, it's always darkest before the dawn, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So what have you been up to this week then, personally? Anything really interesting? Personally, let's see. Mm. Now, not wanting to date the podcast, because that would be a bad thing, wouldn't it? Because we're talking about content today. Oof, got that one <laughs> yeah. in. Um, I went to the cinema last night and I saw the Bond film. Oh, you know Which what? I am not going to talk about. I'm, I'm just so jealous. I can't wait. The to only going. thing I'm going to say is that it is definitely two hours forty five minutes. Two hours forty five minutes long. Can, That's the only thing a, I'm going to say. I'll make a suggestion to everyone then. Um, don't drink loads of beer before you go in. Yes, I I went to our local art house cinema where you can take beer in with you. So two pints before the film (laughs) the last hour felt a lot longer than the action would dictate (laughs) and we're right in the middle of the aisle i couldn't get up and go anywhere (laughs) i've i've got another story about it for another time (laughs) yeah yeah i I should have taken taken a stadium buddy with me shouldn't i yes (laughs) so um this week we are talking about Managing your site, keeping it relevant, which is obviously, it's a, that's a number of different things because that is, the managing your site is a, is a technical aspect, isn't it, largely, as in how you manage it, what plugins you use, if it's WordPress, you know, this kind of thing. And the keeping it relevant is also partially technical, but it's also, I guess, about the content. So you know, we're, yeah. it's, we're t- we are talking about two things, but... In these in season two, we've been talking you through not telling you how to build a website, but talking you through the aspects of building a website. So we're now at the stage where you've got a website and you are managing it. You know, because we've reached that stage in the process. And of course, I think probably one of the first decisions you have to make on that is do you manage it yourself, which has implications on time and money. Or as as much as you get someone else to yep. manage it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we the, the the thing. I mean, if it is, let's say it's, it's WordPress, because obviously we do a lot of WordPress stuff. In terms of managing it, the content, etc. There's things that you should do for security reasons, and that is keep the plugins up to date and keeping the core version of WordPress up to date. The slight downside to that is that occasionally they will break the website and i'm not i'm in no way am i being a scaremonger because it doesn't happen that often but occasionally it'll either break the site or the plugin changes how it works and it doesn't work with something else anymore and and i think that generally i would have to say 99 percent of the time if you 
are going in regularly, which kind of, if, if people have bought support packages for us, that's, this is what we're doing for them. Um, you go in regularly, you update everything. So you update WordPress, you update your plugins. They're, they're just small incremental improvements that's, that the developers have made on the software. Yeah. And nothing really will break then. Be oh, very, very yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's when, much less likely. Yeah. It's always when we get people who haven't done that updating stuff for years and you cannot go from version one to version 20 and expect it to all work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, uh, there's that. And obviously, the, the, for most of these updates, not well, I guess it is true for most, what they are are actually security patches. So they've, especially for the core WordPress one, is where they've found a, found a way that people are able to hack the website and they've patched it. So the updating is as much about being on the latest technology as it is about making sure the site is actually secure. So you know, it, it's it's not it shouldn't be an arduous task. It should be I don't want my website to get hacked. So you, you should be doing it as a as a just a matter of principle matter of principle. And and let's be honest, most people, their website, there's nothing on there that is gonna be you know, particularly sensitive with data, you know, that it's not as if someone's going to hack into your website, steal stuff off it and sell it and make a, make a fortune. Oh, no, no, absolutely. No, absolutely. I would guess that a lot of the time, if people are hacking small business websites, they're actually doing it, let's say, for fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who yeah, are actually yeah. learning to hack and they, they're just going around seeing what they can do Causing mischief. Yeah, yeah, bored, bored. I mean, the thing is, because WordPress is the most popular content management system, if they find a vulnerability, then what they essentially do is they set a bot to hack in to work out whether there's actually anything in there they want. Because basically for hackers, it's a numbers game. Yeah. Because they don't know what data they're going to find in that website, and they don't know if it's going to be valuable. So if they hack one website, chances are they're not going to find anything they want. If they hack 100 websites, if they hack 1,000 websites and they're all WordPress, they've got a much better chance of having something that's a saleable commodity. Yeah. So so really, all you, I always think, I always tell people, really what you're trying to stop is kids mucking about, just hacking around for the sheer, you know, enjoyment of it. So, you know, all the simple stuff that all these updates, really, they're just stopping people doing yeah, that yeah, because yeah. let's be honest if someone can hack into barclays bank they can damn well hack into your website yeah yeah, uh, uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you slightly i don't think it's like i said i don't think it's kids largely these are bots especially for wordpress because they're trying to find a way so one of the really obvious things we do is we have a plugin that changes the admin url on the site because these bots will always go for the go for the default admin and as soon as you've changed the url you've kind of sidestepped them a little bit you know there are other ways to try and hack in but there's some really simple stuff but if you want to know more about that you come and talk to us and we can help help you we could update your site we could help you make it secure but that that's about updating yeah and and actually just one very slight aside on this is that your 
your website is being run and you're getting into it through your computer. And equally so, people should be remembering to run virus checks on their computer, update their own computer software, because what you don't want is to get a virus on your computer, your laptop, and that lets people into your website. So yeah, what, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, you don't want a virus that passes the passwords over for stuff. Yeah. Um, but then if you've got that problem, you've got bigger problems anyway, because it's your bank as well. So, um, so, uh, so, so, so that's about site updating. So, so we, I mean, we do it for clients. Um, you can, as you rightly said, Paul, you can do it yourself as long as you do it regularly. So, you know, it's incremental. Um, but that's the, that's the, the back end. That's the kind of technical side of it. In terms of actually what's on the website, I have a couple of real golden rules, and this is about content, really. The first one is when someone builds a new website, they have have the greatest um, intentions of of writing content. I'll do it twice a week. I'll do a blog twice a week. I'll do this. Try and be brutally realistic about how often you can do it so that you don't, you know, if you if you think I can do it twice a week, go okay. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll be happy if I do it once every two weeks. I mean, I'm, see what you're putting up is something actually a bit more worthwhile and a bit more. Yeah, but, yeah, make yeah. make it achievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people but, but people do overestimate. Yeah, um, the, the next one is try to not do content that dates easily. And I see this where the last post on a website is Happy New Year 2019, everyone. You know, and that's the last thing they've put up. Um, because having that kind of content, um, yeah, it, it's bad. So, so try not to do anything that, 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 that dates really fast. And, I, and in fact, I would say that, okay, we, we always get asked to put a blog on because you know, it's the anchor for your social media and and that kind of thing that we've talked about probably in the past. But what's really important is that if the last post said 2016, do you know what? It's actually working against you. So it's probably better not to have that blog there at all. Yeah. You know, keep keep adding stuff in, even if it's once a month or or don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, or, or or just not make the content that date sensitive in the first place. Because yeah, if your content doesn't say happy 2016, then it doesn't it true, but then also don't forget a lot of this stuff is date stamped. And so yeah. people look at these blogs and they'll go, Oh, it actually says on there that it was done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it won't be glaringly obvious to them right. in the title. True. true. So right. no, the, the, it I I, t- I totally get your point, and you are right, but it's not totally the kind of you know, the title says 2016, Yeah. And 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 also if it's if the content is written in a way that it dates easily, that means you, it's much harder to recycle. Yes, which is which is such an important aspect, isn't it? People tend to forget about all this, all the posts and the social media that they've done in the past. You know what? Ninety percent of the people you're probably doing business with right now, you you weren't a year ago, and. They never saw, or they, or they would never have seen what you did in the past. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this idea of recycling material, uh, you know, it, it's gold dust just sitting in, a, in, a, in the bottom of the drawer of your website that you can repurpose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the, I mean, so on in that eye, in that mind, sorry. Um, but some people, we, we don't do it, but some people you can get, if it's WordPress, again, I'm, 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 obviously we do a lot of WordPress, so I'm talking about WordPress. You can get content calendars so that you can install a plugin and then you can plan in advance. And this is a good thing. This is something we do. Plan in advance what the content's going to be. It might be a month in advance, might be three months in advance, so that you're thinking about it and you've actually got some kind of plan rather than, oh, oh no, it's th it's Thursday. I've got to do my content by Friday. Look around the room. I know I'll write it on China Dolls, you know, whatever, whatever you have yeah. to do. If you've got a plan in advance, that means the content's going to be better and you may end up with a bit of a theme because you're, you're kind of thinking about it in advance. Um, and these content calendars will, you can schedule when it actually gets released. So even if you do it early, so let's say you're going on holiday, you can do the content early and still get it out at the, at the time you want. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it makes it easier. And, you know, and if you're really diligent, you can end up being a couple of weeks ahead. So you've yeah. got... It's like, for example, this podcast, we record it two weeks and two weeks ahead, just in case we have a problem next week. So right now it's snowing. So, but in two <laughs> weeks, it's going to be blistering sunshine. Possibly, possibly, possibly. possibly. I'll tell you what, I, I haven't got any skis, so I really hope it's not going to be skiing. Yeah, no, quite. Uh, yeah. So the I, I we have a content calendar. We don't have a plugin on it, but we do have a calendar, so we plan in advance, and that, that makes it much more likely it's going to happen. The next thing I'd suggest is bringing, looking back at your older co content, and bringing it up to date. So if let's say you wrote an article about how you were managing your business during lockdown, you could revisit that and say, how much of that was true? How much of that have we kept? And you could add a bit to it, or you could write a new article and reference back to the older one so that you're kind of bringing that content up to date. Yeah, and let, you know, use it as, these are the lessons that I learned. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, uh, what, a case in point, um, I'm a regular guest on Marlowe FM. This week, one of the stories was a story from a year ago about how they were, how this article was about how they thought businesses were going to change after lockdown had finished in the UK. And we were going through it and going, how much of that has actually happened? You know, how much of that is, is now true? And it's surprising how, how on the, on the money they were with some of those items, but you know, that's, that is recycling the content. Yeah. Um, the next one is if you, if you spend a lot of time on something and it's good, and you've got it as a written article and it's on your post, on your website, you can look at it and you go, okay, maybe there's a snippet of that I could turn into an infographic. Maybe there's a sequence I could turn into, you know, something else. Maybe I could do a PowerPoint slide and turn that into an animation, you know, that you can repurpose elements and bits of it, or you could go, is there a really good quote in there? You could include the quote on the website and go, if you want to see more like this, go to the, 
you know, go back. So you, you can don't kind of think you've written it once. That was fantastic. And that's the end of the content. You know, there is so much more life in there, especially if you've put the time and effort into a, a good piece of content. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that one of the big things that people have uh, big kind of hang ups when they first start thinking about social media and content is that they just sit there with this blank sort of bit of paper in front of them and go, what am I going to write? What am I going to produce? Yes, yes, true. And, and I, I remember I, I, years ago, I went on a course to talk about sort of Facebook and LinkedIn. And pretty much, you know, nine out of 10 people sitting around this table all had that same blank look going, yeah, this is the real problem I have. And then, and then this, the lady running the course starts coming out with all the places you can look for articles, for inspiration. And before you know it, that just kicks off so much in your mind as to what you can write, because you only have to pick up a newspaper and, you know, what, what can you write about? You know, I can write about stuff that's in, in the news right now that, and, and slant it to business and my business. I can talk about, you know, the personal me. You know, we're all we've all got a personal brand. It, it's ourself, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. people people buy from people. So make make a website personal. Talk a bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, I mean, why not do that? Why not talk about what's going on in your life that you find interesting? Because you know what somebody else might find it interesting that i mean that speaks a lot about confidence as well the fact that you're com- you know confident in what you do that you're prepared to be o- open and slut and include some of your personal stuff obviously be be wary i mean we're, we're all seeing linkedin is largely turning into facebook at the moment and i think there's too much personal content on there personally my opinion um but going back to what you're saying about looking for inspiration for content when i was at art college the first thing we were taught was never stand and stare at a blank piece of paper thinking for it waiting for inspiration just draw something on there even if it's just a series of squiggly lines with some charcoal just something because that's you know you're getting the ball rolling and it's and it, you're saying you're saying exactly the same thing. Look at other articles. It's no, it's inspiration. So you're not just staring at a blank word processor, thinking, "I don't know what I'm going to write." You know, anything, yeah. just yeah. anything is better than nothing. And we've all got opinions on things. So you oh, know, you've having, got plenty of opinions on things. Having, <laughs> having opinions, if they're printable, well, perhaps. A lot of oh. mine are not. Oh, I was going to um, say that, 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 that's that's where you diverge away from the true path. <laughs> but but you know th- this is why people you know that they're interested in what you 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 probably have to say probably more yeah. than you you think. And you know again, it's some content that that leads somewhere. So yeah, I think that's really important. Is just looking looking around. Oh, I mean, I know I know people who have a little. Um, little book and they keep it in their back pocket and they'll come across stuff and they'll just make notes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's where they're bringing up content or they're making notes of stuff that they see around in the newspaper and go oh yeah i'm gonna that that might be useful sometime 
links yes. to other websites, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean that's that's good. That's good. It's kind of be all. It, you have to be organised to do that. But I think when you when you it's, start that yeah. that thought process of looking just eyes open. Yeah, yeah. It's surprising it, what you come up, come up with. It's the power of habit. If you yeah. keep it in your pocket, the that book in your pocket, and even if for the first week you don't even use it, but you, you remember to put it in your pocket and then you start using it. Within three months, it'll be a habit that will stick. Yeah. You know, it's like writing a diary at the end of the day. No, I never got into the habit of writing a diary, but some people have and they diligently do it. Yeah. And, and another, another a really amazing uh, idea of content is, you know, you know your business and you can tell people so much about what you're doing. And you know that a, a lot of people out there will go, oh yeah, but you know, I can't give away the secrets. I can't give away the secrets. And yet nine times out of 10, people will look at you and go, oh, you know what? They know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. And I haven't got the time to do what they're telling me to do. So I'll get them to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've looked at, things on on the you know, youtube about plumbing or little diy jobs and you go yeah they're telling me it's really easy and you know what i it's out no yeah i'll spend a day whereas a, the expert will spend an hour yeah 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 i mean the other thing about being open and explaining about what you're doing is that especially for the stuff we do is that in many ways you explain to people why it's not cheap because you're going, this is actually what's involved, you know, and, and this is not uncomplicated. This is not a simple thing. So that's why we can do it quickly because we know what we're doing, but also why it's not necessarily cheap, but it's cheaper than you doing it because you'll be there all day and you will never be sure it's right. You know, so there's, there's a, and I mean, uh, I think I might have told this story before about doing my own tax returns. And it's something you do once a year. I think you did it, it last week, actually, Paul. Yeah, it, it, it changes from last year. So, what? hey, re- let's reinvent the wheel. Learn it all over again. What a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you will always have that worrying doubt that you haven't done it quite right. You know, and, and that is... Yeah. That will always niggle with you. Um so the, the other thing you should really do is if you use something like Google Search Console, you can see how people are finding your website, what search how, phrases they're using. How do you find Google Search Console, Dave? <laughs> how- <laughs> I, I would use a rep- reputable search engine. Which could be anything. I would I would suggest not using AutoVista though, because I'm not even sure that even exists anymore. Uh, ask Jeeves. Mm, Does that exist? It. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> we're going proper old. We're going proper old school now. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get a dial-up modem and go to Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, something like Google Search Console. Um, it's not that complicated to use. You might need to spend a little bit of time, or again, you could come and ask us, or I, or your web developer, or someone who you know who knows what they're doing. If you know how people are finding your website, 
and you can then do what we've already said, which is revisit older content or when you're writing new content and try and weave in some of those phrases in, in a natural way. Don't kind of try and shoehorn them in where they don't fit. But you know, if they can fit in naturally and it makes sense, you can you can kind of improve on your content. So that's new content or old content. So you know, to just to build up the whole thing. And and w- another thing about the beauty of this is um, when you write a blog article, Google sees that as a new individual page on your website. Yeah. So Google sees your website expanding, therefore it's current. Yeah. They like current things. And if you've written an article on something that, that is, um, you know, actually you found is being searched for, then you're in, now you're in the game with Google in getting ranked on that search term that you've, you've found. Yeah. So you might actually gain... Every now and again, people find these golden nuggets that start bringing traffic, people, into their website. And unless you're actually doing just a little kind of search the phrases, you know, that one person might have found your website on some weird phrase that you'd never thought of before. You write an article and suddenly it it just goes, wow, loads of people are actually looking for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're finding my website. You know, at, at some point, hopefully, wouldn't it be great if we could all find that that phrase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Win. Yeah, but the, the the thing is that even if it's a phrase that you don't necessarily think will turn into work, you are creating traffic, and that will help all of your presence because it'll Google will see you as being a busy website. No, so yeah. it can't be a bad thing. No, d- yeah. just getting extra kind of traffic. Um, the the other th- so you know, but we talk quite a lot about this stuff at the moment. But the other thing is, look at your website design if you want to keep it fresh and relevant, because before people read anything, they will always look at what you've at the visual aspect because that in, you know, instantly goes in. So if your website looks a bit dated and tired um then they then may or may not go somewhere else straight away depends on the kind of person they are but you can do yourself no harm in making you know just freshening up a little bit even, you know it doesn't even need to be that complicated just freshen yeah, up yeah it, it might be go and put in a new relevant image onto your homepage. yeah just up, update the imagery it's, absolutely it's one, it could be a simple change and it and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the the other things you should really do, and it really this really depends on how old your website is. Check how it looks on a mobile phone. Even if you don't think your clients are necessarily going to find you on a mobile, Google will care whether it's mobile friendly or not. And if it's not, then you may need to pay someone to make it mobile friendly. The other thing to do is to check a thing called Core Web Vitals which is you can also Google. And this is one of the ways that Google ranks your whole website. So that again, this is about keeping the website relevant because you're thinking about current changes in technology. So if, you're, if your website doesn't work on mobile, it should do. 
And if you get a really poor core, core web vital score, that's largely about how quickly does the website load? You know, because Google's trying to make a faster internet and they're trying to get rid of heavy, you know, cloggy websites that have got way big images. So I've got images that are way too big and just take out forever to load. Those two things will start to have an impact on how your site is ranked. And ultimately, if your website doesn't rank well, there's no point in having it. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's some things as well that you can do. Um, I, I, I'm, I know recently I was trying to send a, a, a video to someone and the video was too big. And I was thinking, how, how am I going to do this? Oh, because... You know, they're, they're a little third party, you know, applications that you can use to move big data files around. But I was trying to find something really simple. And then I thought, you know what, the, the experts out there for video are YouTube. So if I load it up onto YouTube, what they do is they, they use some really, really obviously state of the art technology to strip out a certain amount of data that yeah. create that, that keeps the quality for the screen but now instead of this massive file it was really small then i downloaded it again and i had something really small yeah 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 the, their compression algorithm is amazing yeah I, yeah i mean and if we all had that we'd be making as much money yeah. as youtube yeah, yeah, but the, the, you're right. There are third parties, and there's also free software you could use. But you're absolutely right. YouTube is probably the simplest way of doing it. But this goes really the the reason I'm sort of mentioning this is people put images on their website that are far too big. Yes, and then they're going to clog up the system, slow your website down. And there are some really simple ways of of turning that. When you take a picture with a camera phone. And it could be, it, it's several megabytes. It's a it oh, bit bigger than that because it's, you know, especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And I, was, I was looking at one of the new phones that's coming out. It wants to shoot video in 8K. Now, what, right, HD is 1K. 4K is, is the quality of 4K is amazing. 8K, that's actually what you see with your eye. That's close. That's really, it's it's close. It's, to what it's yeah, like. it's very very close. But the point is that when they get to stuff that's eight K, after that, if, if they go, if they start trying to sell you a TV doing sixteen K, you'll have to question your own sanity in buying it because you won't you won't see any difference. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. But if you're doing a video in eight K, I I hate to think how much you. For a start, it won't take much on your phone before the memory is full. Yeah, you won't yeah. be able to do anything with it for a while. Uh, and and who shows 8K on their or oh, my my uh, my HD TV mm, needs improving? Yeah, but the same goes for images. You you take these massive big data size images. Uh, you just can't whack that straight on a website. No, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, if if your website's been built properly, and again, I'm talking about WordPress, and I'm sorry if you don't have WordPress. Uh, if it's been built properly, it should compress images when you upload them and convert them to the, being the correct size so it doesn't keep them no, that full size. If your website isn't WordPress and it's a you know, custom-built site, it may not have that in there. So you need to 
need to be mindful about it in that scenario. And if it is WordPress, check whether it's got that or not, and you can ask the developer because it may well compress the image for you when it uploads. Um, so, yeah. So I think we've we've covered a lot of ground today, Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah, and mainly stayed on track, I think, perhaps. Yeah, I, I, I think we, we deserve a pint for that, even at 10.42 in the morning. Um, yeah, staying on track. Milk. milk, pint of milk, lovely. Pint of milk, pint of milk, pint of milk. So, um, last thing, Paul, I'm going to try the drum roll again. This okay. is the third week. Let's see if it works this time, okay? So, can you hear that? Wow, I'm slightly underwhelmed, but there we go. <laughs> it's time for Paul's top tip. Okay, the top tip is really work out the cost to yourself of doing things yourself. What so many people forget is the actual time it takes. If you work out your hourly rate that you charge yourself out at, and then you go, right, I'm going to try and do something myself. I'm going to build my own website. It's going to take me 10 hours. Just work out how much that's going to actually cost you in your own time. And then consider bringing someone in who actually can do it probably so much quicker. Hey, there's that. I'm thinking of that plumber again. Um, top tip, just cost it out. See if it's really worth you doing stuff yeah, yourself. Yeah, very good. So co cost it out realistically. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Excellent. Well, Paul, it's been a treat. As ever, yeah, um, great stuff. Yeah, and we're 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 getting towards the end of the season. You know, we've only got a few more episodes to go now. Wow. Okay. Well, have we got another special lined up? We do indeed. We have um, one with our very own Lisa talking about e-commerce. Oh yeah. That we've not recorded yet, as as we've recorded this one, but. Um, we have had a chat about it, and I think it's going to be a good good podcast. Oh, e-commerce, e there's so much that people have learned over the last 18 months, and it's just going to keep going. Yes, yes. Yeah, excellent. And next week, we are talking about search engines, ensuring search engines can find your site. Very important, and, an ex and a, a natural successor to this podcast i think so if if you enjoyed this come back next week and you can hear about search engines paul as ever it's been a pleasure thank you yep great stuff really Excellent. enjoyed it as ever good and uh, audience helen thank you for listening i know you're there uh, and whoever else is listening thank you very much thank you all thank you bye bye this has been a Foghorn production presented by David Horn and Paul Fogg from Keyhorn Limited. We hope you like the sound of this. Feel free to subscribe and tell your friends. We'd love more listeners. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can visit our website at keyhorn.co.uk. That's K-E-H-O-I-N-E.co.uk. We hope to you come back soon and enjoy more podcasts. Thank you. Bye.